I thought he was going into one. I was like, listen, I was like, wait, in the queue, and then the couple, you're like, it's like that. And then you can pause against the backboard. Anyone? Anyone? Alright. So you want that one, and that place in Yorker as well, isn't it? The spot on the top of the roof. Oh, what? Yeah, the state place. Yes, blood. Do you, need to, do you need the names? No, I don't. Check no. It. Okay, cool. Um, I've got names from my places, don't worry. Okay. As DJs, we've had... Uh, it's going to take I'm 10 minutes. I'm going to say... Um, cool, cool, cool. We can't be waiting too much for the bar. And we are back. Episode 2, Season 1 mm. of the Gasmark 10 podcast. Your new but... Super awesome bi-weekly food and culture podcast. My name is Adrian Dixon, one half of the Dixon Brothers. To my left, as always, it's... Justin Dex... Hi! 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 And you think I'm, I'm going well. to edit this out? What's your name, Kurt? <laughs> my name is Justin Dixon, a.k.a. Beard Gang. Are you really going to claim that Beard Gang? <laughs> Okay, cool. <laughs> to my left, big gang, uh, Justin Dixon, also known as my older brother. And in front of us, as always, oh. the the talent of the podcast, let's say, <laughs> Chef Michael Paul in the building. Let's have it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I'm we are still caught up on the last one. Oh, uh, the big gang. gang, yeah. It's, it's a reach, isn't it? It's a big one. It's a big I was thinking, what's my AKA? It's like head chef or no, no, it's just okay. It's a big gang. It's limited. Patches O'Hulahan over here. Like. Anyway, welcome to the Gas Mark 10 podcast. Um, we are here basically to. You know, take you through the world of food and culture. Um, myself, I know a little bit about a little bit in the kitchen, and that's why I love doing this show because I get to learn some new skills to go home and show out. Uh, my brother Justin knows a bit about a bit. Yeah, I had the pleasure of working with Michael for a couple of years at his restaurant. You're not in the kitchen, though. Huh? In, were you in the kitchen? No, 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 no. No, no. He wouldn't let me in the kitchen. Not without that I would. <laughs> <laughs> to get beard net. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, on the road, right. I had the pleasure of working right. with Michael and learning a few of his his uh, tricks of the trade. And yeah, yeah he, he schooled me big time, and uh, I'm very grateful. So across from us, as we said, is Michael Paul. He's still across the desk from us. I'm there. I'm there. <laughs> like, you want to tell the people about yourself if they didn't catch episode one? Just a quick oh, snapshot yeah. about uh, of you. Right. Absolutely. So uh, yeah, I'm head chef at uh, Chotamata in London, uh, Fish Street, Soho. Uh, yeah, we've been there five years. Pop down. Done. Great yeah. food. Check it's out amazing. episode one if you want a more in-depth, deep dive into uh, Michael Paul's history. Absolutely. So yeah, I've got a couple of things to get off our chest. Yeah, we'll do, little, where should we go? Got, got some idea about something. Uh, Called Exotic Eats. All right, then. Indeed. Okay. Lavish titles. We should dim the lights. That's all we do. (laughs) Mm, Lavish titles and opulent sentences. Mm, Okay. So, yeah, so as DJs, we get around the world a little bit and we've had the pleasure of eating at quite a few good restaurants around the world. True story. Um, And uh, as part of that, we get to eat at some pretty nice spots. And we're not talking about lavish spots that cost like bare peas for your food. Adrian and I like to find the little old spots known by the locals as the place that, that really serves up that fire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where, nice. you know, if you're, you're never going to be able to read the menu. Like, you haven't got them skills, <laughs> but you, you need to ask the right questions and pay your respects and be humble about it. Indeed. And one of those spots we know about in old school Marbella. Now, look, I might butcher this title, but just, <laughs> just bear with me, yo. It's called Bar Alta Marina in Old Town Marbella, and it's a seafood restaurant. And I don't think I've ever been to a better one in my life. 
No, nice. I mean, the, the thing that's so good about this spot is it's, it's run by, it's a family-run business. Restaurant, So you yeah. know that, that those recipes and how they're sorting out their fish has been passed down through the ages. You've got an old-school G who's sitting outside who's just overseeing things, yep. you know yeah. what I mean? So he knows what it is. It's in, like, it's in the middle of this beautiful courtyard. Yeah. Up, up high in Old Town. So you've just gone, you've gone past... If you've ever been to Marbella, there's like a cathedral up there. So that's beautiful. We'll tell you one day how we almost ended up in the wedding. Oh, yeah. But that's just a, that's, that, that's yeah. another story. That yeah. That's another story. But then you come past this beautiful cathedral and it's just there. And you, if you go in, the guy's got loads of uh, football memorabilia filling up every yeah. inch of the of the walls, yeah. see everything. And um, like Justin and I, when we, when we land on this spot, we basically... The average Saturday before we get there, we have a pool party that starts at probably about two o'clock, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the pool party is mud. <laughs> Let me... <laughs> it's, a, it's a problem. Yeah, I'm going to have to put some reverb on that because it's <laughs> mud, right? So we've wild out between two and four. It's on and popping, mm-hmm. yeah? If you ever been to Marbella, you know what the pool party is. Chef, you're coming with us one of these five <laughs> yeah, days. Yeah, we'll you're coming, coming. Give me a ticket. Give me a ticket. <laughs> but then afterwards, everyone's always like, yeah, 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 yeah. So after this, we're going to go out and get even more hammered. Yeah, we're going to get wasted. Yeah, we're going to get wasted, lads. Go get your clothes and go get your loafers. We're going in. And then me and Justin are like, yeah, 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 yeah. We'll see you there. Nope. Cut. <laughs> Gone. Jump in uh, the... Like, literally, go upstairs, hold a fresh, yep. come back down, jump in the car. For those that don't know, hold a fresh is uh, hitting the showers. <laughs> I, think, I think they know. <laughs> yeah. A little scum dirt. <laughs> but yeah, we literally out, straight in the cab, straight to Old Town. And by the mm. time we get up there, it's probably around six o'clock. Yeah. And you get in there mad early, right? And you sit down. Put in your order straight away. Couple bottles of wine. I bet when you get, you got the smells going on. Oh, everything. Mate, but, it's it's amazing. Amazing. but no one's quite there yet. Yeah. Right. So you get in mad early, and you like. There's a specific table that. Um, and like, like, we like to perch up. At. Yeah. We we need to get the vantage point because we nice. know we're not leaving. Yeah? yeah. So we set up, and then we, you're just there all night long as the sun goes down. Right. Oh. The courtyard. The, the courtyard little church lights bells come ringing. up. The church. Yeah. The church. Yeah. Totally. The church bells start ringing. If there's a wedding in the corner, you can hear it all happening, and then someone comes along with like. I don't know what's it. It's not mandolin. Mandolin, yeah. I was gonna say banjo. <laughs> <laughs> banjo. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, you know what I mean? Him, like... <laughs> yeah. George Formby rolls up with yeah, a banjo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I'm cleaning windows and strap suit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh! Forgive me, forgive me. Um, but someone turns up with the mandolin. They're playing and it's amazing. And you're just eating the, the freshest of the fresh. I mean, oh, to use a, a phrase that you've used before, chef. Fresh, fresh is best. best. And it's Power. just beautiful, man. Yeah, I mean, you've got like snapper, the prawns, octopus. Straight sa- from the sea on the sa- grill, yeah. in the pan. Or mm. like, yeah. So please, Michael, tell us about some of your favourite spots around this good... Like, oh my God. Well, I've had so many. I've been very fortunate, um, you know, eating around the world. Like you guys, yeah, I've been about a little bit. Um, but also, yeah, just eating. I had, a, I had probably about a good three, four years of just eating around England and, you know, trying to get around Europe as well, trying to understand... It was part of my probably evolution as a chef, you know, understanding who were the top flight chefs and, you know, wanting to eat what they were cooking as an example, you know. One of my hotspots, I'd definitely have to say, is uh, San Sebastian. It's the culture of food there. Um, I've been there, you know, a couple of times and there's a place there called La Concha and it's it's based on the sea. Um, Sorry sorry to jump in, but where is San Sebastian? um, You have Bilbao. So um, it's just about an hour away from Bilbao. Okay. 
Um, and it's yeah, it's just a little kind of like almost like not a fishing village, but it's just like a little cove. Um, and there's there's many many great restaurants there. A lot of Michelin star restaurants. Okay. Um, and there's a lot of um, this is where tapas has kind of really really um, sort of been established. And there's a lot of they call it pinchos out there. Um, but just in terms of the the whole town, it's just so foody and it's just it's just unbelievable place to be. Um, I was fortunate to eat into like three four restaurants there on top of you know it just just taking the journey of eating around the town, enjoying the beach, and you know it's not. You know, you can go in sort of like now time and you can take 20 degrees walking around, you know, by the sea, yeah, you know, just nice. having a nice time. And it's just a beautiful, beautiful place to be. It's just, you know, just wipes you out. Um, other great eats, you know, one of my favorite, I think, stories of my time is probably eating in a restaurant called uh, El Bulli, which is in Rosas, um, just outside uh, Barcelona. Okay. Um, initially, um, I was working in a restaurant and uh, I had a friend call me and they had a VIP table booked for El Bulli. Um, for those of the, that do and don't know, um, initially El Bulli would close for six months to develop a menu. They would then open for six months to then showcase that menu. Yeah. Um, initially for a chef, that would be something along the lines of um, a chef working, uh, you know, about 120 chefs to develop the menu. To then drag it down to a pool wait, of, hold on, pause. One hundred and twenty chefs. Yeah, that they would. Is yeah, they would. They would put it out to like uh, an academy. So if you wanted to do a learning stage um, at El Bulli, yeah. you would have the opportunity to go there, and it would almost be like you know, wouldn't they? They wouldn't really sponsor anything. It would be a case of if you wanted to learn in this evolution of food. So people would put themselves out there. There's many great chefs out there and great stories of people going there. Um, learning and coming out of it, you know, doing great things. Um, so initially, you know, it was that that was like the forefront of, of knowing, you know, being a chef, not just only knowing about the restaurant, but knowing about Ferran Adrian um, and Albert Adrian. There were there were two brothers that opened this place. So initially, they would close for six months, open for six months. You know, a hundred chefs pull it down to something like I think it was like sixty chefs to do service for the the, the closing six months. Um, for the closing six months of that um, year, they would open the book up and it would be fully booked in two days. Wow. <laughs> so initially I had a friend call me and I'm on service in my restaurant, uh, not my restaurant at the time, I was only a chef to party, but you know, a friend calling me saying, oh, I've got a table at El Bully. Um, and my gosh. gosh. I was, yeah, and then, you know, yeah, no, it was literally like, I remember it was something like a Thursday and I went to my chef and I said to him, chef, I'm not going to be here on the weekend. Nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> and I bless him, you know, he's looking at me, he's almost like, what are you up to? And I was like, I'm not going to be here. And I, I put my job, I'll tell be him. honest with you, I put my job on the line for this dinner, you know, and it was literally from um, Thursday, Friday, and um, I was on the plane, you know, and, and Saturday we were there getting ready for lunch, you know, and it was, it was, a, it was a mad experience because I had to fit it all in on the weekend, yeah. literally have the dinner and then almost like come back to like service on a Monday in my restaurant, you know, it was kind of like the deal I had to make. What did you have? So you know, I, and it, you know, I had, there's many there's, many, there's little stories that come out of it. So we land in Rosas, and it's it's, it's, also, it's a nice little beautiful sea village, um, you know, blessed by a beach, you know, kind of mm. similar to Marbella, like you were explaining, um, and you know, it's like lunchtime, um, and you know, at the time, you know, we was talking about technology before, how you can get to know so much about things, you know, yeah, and at this yeah. time there wasn't, you know, we knew El Bulli was like a whisper. You know, gotcha. people knew great things were coming out, but you didn't. There wasn't that much visual about it. You know, we, yeah, yeah, you know they yeah. didn't even have. Like, they only just had a cookbook coming out when I was. You know, when when I went there, it was things like that, and you know, there were whispers of of stories of of dinners and you know extravagance and you know, but you actually didn't know until you actually been there. That's what the wonderment about going was was just so rich. Amazing. So we knew we knew we were going for dinner. That was kind of like what I felt I knew. 
Um, but I didn't even still, I didn't know much about it. We just knew we was going for dinner. So we land in Rosas, like breakfast time. You know, we've got, we've got to have lunch, you know, what are we having? Yeah. Walking across the sea town, I'm like, I need to have my favourite, you know, Dover sole, pan fried, oh. nice, nice skinny fries on the side. Yeah. And yeah. You know, I'm, I'm blessed, you know. So we've got up early. I've had, we've had our lunch. We're sitting down and, you know, I'm full. Yeah. You know, I'm full. We're going for dinner, but I'm full, you know, yeah, and it's yeah, like yeah. that time, it's like four o'clock and I'm kind of like, oh, maybe I shouldn't have eaten, but, <laughs> <laughs> you know, let's, let's, let's do this, you know. Let me try let's and find this. some space somewhere. Yeah. So, you know, it's crazy. And once you're in Rosas, actually, it's, it's a really um, interesting place because they all just understand El Bulli. You know, you tell you if you're going to get a cab or if you talk to locals or anybody, yeah, it's like this hidden secret of a restaurant that everybody Mad. knows. It's unbelievable. That's sick. So it's kind of like, even though we're there, we're in the hotel, we're doing whatever around the town and we're telling people what we're doing. There's this wonderment about the town knowing that we're going to go and eat in El Bulli. And we feel it, but we just don't even get it. It's yeah, bananas. It's bananas. So it gets to that point we're going to go for dinner. Uh, you get in the, We got in a cab and the, the cab takes you, you know, it takes you on that journey to, towards the restaurant. It's the cab driver mad excited. Like, yeah, yeah, he's already excited for us. And, you yeah, know, it's, it's, it's exactly yeah. like that. It's exactly like that. It's, it's, it was a crazy experience, you know. Um, and, you know, it takes us up into, in, almost into like the mountains and then the restaurant's actually hidden off a mountain um, and it coves down into uh, like a little small cove Mm. Um, and you can't actually see the restaurant all you can see is rocks so it's almost like the cab driver drops you off and he's like oh you have to go down here and you don't know where you are and the, and the restaurant's almost hidden so you almost have to walk uh, into this into this path uh, of like of an unknown and you don't know what you're going into but actually what you're going into is like a, a crazy three Michelin star experience you know and you know there's just wonderment completely all around it it was, it was absolutely amazing Sick. so we're walking down we get to the restaurant um, and then we're blessed with a 22 course um, tasting menu. <laughs> You've just eaten half yeah, a breakfast you know, as well. Mark was like, well, I might have flopped this one, you know. No, <laughs> I shouldn't have eaten that cocoa bread, you, you know. know. I wasn't even <laughs> telling you. When, when they come and, you know, the menu comes, you know, to the table. Um, and it's, you know, it's, it's exquisite service. It's very well made, very well done. And, you know, in terms of covers, you know, they're doing, you know, 40 very, very... Um, you know, well, premium. yeah, premium covers that are just the, the the attention to detail is just beyond any level I've ever seen, you know, before. And at that time, probably in England, the best cooks that we had, um, you know, Gordon Ramsay, um, Heston Blumenthal, you know, Marco Pierre White mm, was yeah. still around, um, you, you know, who else? Uh, Raymond Blanc, you know, these were kind of like the pioneers of our, our cooking, and mm. Spain were already kind of doing this evolution of cooking that not but, many people were seeing. You know, yeah, what, yeah. what Ferran was doing was painting almost, you know, like a new vision or a vision of his own food, what potentially chefs could be doing. But he was already doing it. Yeah, he was oh, almost like light, light years ahead. Yeah, I mean, you know, it does not even to say whether he was ahead or not. It's just there was just such a, it was just such a difference about what he was cooking and and his evolution in his head of what he wanted to cook was just beyond anything else that anybody ever had thought. Even to this day, today, you barely see people touch techniques that he was doing when I ate back in two thousand. You know, it's, really? it's unbelievable. Oh it's unbelievable. So you know, we had this unbelievable meal. I mean, it was just. 22 courses. Non-stop, yeah. Mad. Non, non-stop, you know. And it, I just never, you know, not just the experience of eating there. It was it was also, you know, for us being uh, chefs going, it was almost yeah. taking and seeing like something that you'd mm. never seen before, you know, and experiencing it and experiencing the restaurant and yeah. at such a, a, and such a high end and the journey. Everything just came together and it was just, what an unbelievable experience, you know. I can't, it's hard to sort of almost explain, but so many different elements of what they do and what brought cuisine to what it is now today I think in, in small snippets you know amazing amazing 
which has actually to now to this day they actually closed the restaurant so well, you know, oh, it's finished yeah. done what done that was going to be yeah, my next yeah. question oh, oh, you, you didn't get no booking that was just we booked up, up to do this man. my no, passport so, is in my bag now no they got to a point and you know the journey for Ferran was almost like you know he's he's, he's, done, he's done his bit but yeah. he wanted to then turn El Bulli into a bible so he's kind of they've, they've kind of it's evolved into almost like a schooling um Academy you know, sort of yeah, thing. an academy. They've, they've, they've done many developments from that. Um, they're now actually, I think most of the things they're talking about now is that they're going to reopen the restaurant. It's going to be kind of like a museum or an academy for, you know, gastronomy in Spain. So there's this, it's great. They're wow. still doing great things for Ann um, and Albert. They're still doing great things out there. But, you know, it's just it was just the journey of knowing that it had been open and closed. You know, and being able to go Be in such a history. small thing. Yeah, yeah, it's amazing, amazing. What an extravagant eat. I could never depict or take that back you know it's, it's, it's amazing so I'm very, I, sit, I sit in this table today to feel very fortunate that I was blessed to be able to have that meal you know as an exotic meal so I can't you, lie. thanks for just sharing that story yeah, that's the experience the way you depicted that I can see I was there yeah. do you know I what I mean I was literally rolling with you there I was, I was, I was, I was doing a podcast like <laughs> tell me more tell me more. <laughs> Wow, levels. I, I, I think, think it's take, so take important, you know, there. like when you're eating, there's so many different elements to eating. And, yeah. um, you know, I don't always look now so much as, not so much the food, you know. I think there's so many other elements out there to, to actually enjoy a the good meal, an experienced yeah. meal, you know. That's why I was asking when you said you was in Marbella, you know, is it the smells or is it that, you yeah, know, is it, it what's together, around? Yeah, and, you know, I, I think it's so much more it's important. The people, the smells, experience, yeah. the, the weather, like, just... Just the fact that I'm at always, that point where the cab driver's gassed because he's taken you to this restaurant. That's, I would, you know what? Me being me, I get so hyped that I wouldn't be able to eat. Like the first, it's, I remember the first course in El Bulli was, um, it was, it was kind of like the first evolution of someone using nitrogen in the kitchen. You know, okay, which that we've moved, never yeah, seen yeah, yeah. that before. You know, I've and never seen that in London. And uh, this, uh, this is in two thousand. Yeah, this is like 2000, gotcha. I went, 2000, yeah, I think it's 2001, 2002, one of those 2000s. But what it was, was, you know, so we're sitting at a table, four of us, and then the, like a trolley comes up and he's got this beautiful, like silver, um, like pot, you know, and, and he's literally pouring liquid nitrogen in and they had like this tarragon essence and, you know, I don't know what else was in it, but he's just, they just start making this concoction in this, in this cauldron. Yeah, yeah, And all you see is this smoke blowing all over the, you know, the restaurant, this steam, and, you know, nah. we're sitting there in wonderment and this smell that's coming out of tarragon and mint and eucalyptus and whatever it was, it was just, we're sitting there and it was the, it was the thing that was going to literally open your palate yes, yes. ready for your 22 courses. And all we had oh. on, our, on our table was like a little, it was like a little spoon and it had a little green dot on it. And, you know, we're looking at, you know, we're all, everyone's in wonderment. You know, everyone's, we're all in a different journey in the yeah, restaurant. Yeah, yeah, but also yeah. people, you can see people who are on course five or yeah, the yeah. people that are on course seven. You know, we're on course one. People know what's kind of coming. Oh, yeah, and yeah. And you've got like this little green dot. And then the guy is kind of like making this ice cream. And then, you know, he, he puts the ice cream on, on a little um, sort of like spoon and says to, to put it in your mouth. And then after you have like the little green dot after and it all just kind of explodes and smoke coming out your mouth and your nose and everything. Oh, and I'm just sitting here like, what is, if this is the start, you know, yeah, this how is, is this evolved, you know, <laughs> what is going on? It's a great opener. Bananas, like, but it did, it just opened, you know, exploded and, you know, amazing, amazing experience, you know. What, what was the... Um I, I feel like I do it, I'm doing it a disservice because I'm skipping ahead 21 steps, but... What was the final, like, I don't know, what do they call it? Pièce de résistance? I got that right? Like the crescendo. That, yeah, the crescendo. The yeah. crescendo. Yeah, what's that final thing? Where they you hit know, you I can't... It's funny. Well, did it all just become one just amazing experience? Just, just everything. You know, every course that came out was well executed. Um, it was... 
there was only one or two courses we kind of felt like, oh, did it marry or didn't it marry? But, yeah. we, we, you know, because it was something that we'd never seen before, you didn't feel to question anything no, because no, no, you're no, learning right. something. It's almost like someone's giving you something and, and it's almost questioning your mind of saying, you didn't like it, but you liked it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, you're yeah, like, yeah, well, yeah. am I supposed yeah. to like it? courses, kind <laughs> yeah. of, there's obviously a journey in there somewhere. Because yeah. it's like, it's like <laughs> a bit like when, when we're yeah. DJing, mate, and like, you know there's a track that me and Justin may not like, yeah. but we have to deliver it in a certain way that someone could come up and be like, oh, I didn't like that track. I was like, yeah, but you like the way we played it though, right? Yeah. And you're like, nah, for real, you'll kill that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, real mean, talk. Yeah. Real talk. So that That's is real. absolutely <laughs> sick. I mean, don't, like... Podcast people, Gasmart 10 people, please just jump onto your Google and find this place because I'm going to because I would like to read a lot more. It was and the a name beautiful is L, feeling. L, 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 Bully. L Bully, yeah. E-L-B-U-L-L-I. And yeah, it was, I mean, for chefs out there, I was not so much promote their work, but I always, as an understanding, you know, I was a young chef at that time. Yeah. And, you know, I wanted to know who, who the best were out there for yeah. me to, you know, to understand levels of maybe yeah, where of I would be in the future. Yeah. But what it was also understanding was gastronomy, you know, in another country. Yeah. You know, what I was experiencing there in, in, in Rosas, you know, was what I was actually blowing up in Spain, you know. Mm-hmm, and, then, mm-hmm. and after that, you know, understanding many other great chefs in Spain, um, it actually, you know, it carved a way for me to be uh, to understand how maybe cooking, you know, is working in the future. You know, yeah, many, yeah. many great chefs in Spain. Foresight from uh, uh, great place to eat. Bully. Oh man, I've done yeah, some of that. Me too. Um, I feel like I need to take a, a serious deep breath after that amazing story. <sighs> but also, we need, you know, one of the things of uh, Gasmart Ten is if you can't get to a cove of uh, <laughs> the hidden track of Spain and you. Uh, you you want to know you know how how do you shine in your own kitchen at home? Mm. Um, I think the beautiful thing about having you here on Gasmart Ten is that you can give us some tips and tricks to at least take home, put the pot noodle to the side, and actually do <laughs> do, do a little something something. So one of the things we like to do on Gasmart Ten is to uh, throw to Chef Michael Paul a scenario, and with this scenario we would like you to kind of give give us. You know, your uh, not so much your go-to recipe, but something that we'd be able to create as uh, mm. civilians in this game. So, just do you want to pick the scenario for this week? Yeah, all right. Let me have a little think. Okay, so let's do let's do date night. So you're at home with your mm. significant other. Okay, lights are low. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Netflix chill. Yeah, the Netflix is loaded up. Other maybe providers are out there. Sauvignon <laughs> in the fridge. Man has a chilled Sauvignon you know Blanc. Say, and you want to rustle up a little something, something. You know, when you get to this one, you have to know what she wants to eat. All right, cool. yeah, don't facts. make that mistake. You know, for me, oh, you know, I like to keep it, keep it simple, keep it, um, keep it something that you're both going to eat and enjoy as well at the same time. For me, I'll be going down a risotto route on that one. Okay. okay. You know, okay. definitely. Because you can get this wrong. Uh, you can get this wrong. Yeah. But for me, it's always about... Um, so risotto um, would be a good um, cannaroli rice, um, a little bit of shallot and garlic, you know, fry it off in, in some nice butter, um, make the rice a little bit um, translucent. Mm-hmm. And after that, you need a bit of chicken stock. And I'm going to say chicken stock because it's the one that gives it that great all-round flavor. Okay. Um, while that's cooking, take some, when you're in your supermarket, take some dry mushrooms. Don't be shy, the dry wild ones. Um, and just add them to that. And as it's cooking, it will bloom them up and it will just make a great, great strength of flavor um, going through your, growing through your rice. Um, same time, just to now, now to deepen it up, um, take some fresh mushrooms on the side, um, pan fry them. 
a little bit of oil, a little mm. bit of a uh, little bit of um, butter as well. And as that's as that's starting to cook, add a little bit of thyme, a little bit of rosemary in there. You know, just to lift up that that really really good taste. Um, pull them off, and then a little bit of sherry vinegar or a little bit of white balsamic, just to you know just to cut through it. Okay. Um, as your risotto's cooking, you want to finish it in that classic way. You know, a little bit of parmesan. Or pecorino, mm. that always works. Um, and then after a bit of butter, monte it, make it nice and um, say the words luxurious, but you know, it's got a nice fatty taste to yeah. it and really mushroomy. The unctuous kind yeah, of flavor. Yeah, give it that, you know. And then <clears throat> finish it up, nice little bit of um, rock salt, um, put it in your, put it on your plate, and then take some, uh, I like a bit of rocket, a little bit of balsamic in there. Okay. And then put your mushrooms on the top, a little bit of rocket on there as well. Enjoy, dope. You know, Jeez. seriously. Dope. I tell you, a nice bit of bread with that would be good. You know, get a nice sourdough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. you get to the end. You yeah, know, just you a nice sourdough. You know, <laughs> nice <laughs> thick butter on there. Yeah, you, you got to yeah. oh, Relax, my. relax. Get that movie on and relax. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't, you, and, you, and then you just fall asleep. Exactly. After all these big promises of romance, you're like, yeah, man. I'm gonna put it down the kitchen. I'm gonna put. Oh, you know what? If you got truffle oil in the cupboard, you know, just a little over the top. Yes. Like, is truffle oil like the, it can make uh, the ultimate difference. difference I always hear people like they give a recipe and they go yeah but truffle, truffle oil truffle oil on that you know on, in that scenario you know it's only enhancing what's there you know truffles and mushroom mushroom risotto you know it works yeah. you know I, yeah. I, I, I'm with you I do think people just use it on anything and everything to try and save stuff sometimes but <laughs> yeah, in the right way why not you it's know? kind of just very aromatic and it does kind of just deepen and kind okay. of enrich the if you do have mushrooms yeah. it just elevates it oh sick yeah, so I think, okay. you know, because at home you don't always have everything around, you know, so I always look for, like, little things that could, you know, if I'm not, if I'm at work and we're making stocks and doing different things, they can take hours and hours. When I'm at home, I want to make something a little bit quick. So, yeah, if there's a Nor stock cube, yeah, I'll use in, it. Go, yeah. What can I use to, you know, to, to enhance it, you know? So yeah. take that stock cube, put some dry, you know, dry mushrooms in there, it'll lift it up, it'll make it taste good. And look for different types out there, you know, you've got chanterelles, morels. Um, shiitakes. Yeah, shiitakes, you know, they've, they've all got good depth in flavour. So is there... Um, Anything that you would advise, you know, even for a civilian chef like myself or someone that's trying to get about that life, a couple of things that you would say, keep these in the kitchen because you're going to need these tools. I would always say sea salt. Yeah. I always use molden sea molden. salt. Hold on. Right, let me tell you something. Yeah. Okay. I've, I've got a present for you, you now. Go on. I've got a present for you. All right. Uh, we're going to pause the podcast for a second and we're going to come back. All right. I'm back. We've been up soon. I'm you, back. You can find that Morrison's right. again, yeah? Mate, it's the best days, man. <laughs> it's working, though, you know, man. Yeah, I know, but it got up to the uh, other floor. <sighs> anyway, yeah. So, you there. I've got presents for the for the podcast. Indeed. It's exciting. Exactly. So, one of the beautiful things about working at uh, Kiss FM at Bauer Media oy, oy. is sometimes you get given things, yeah. <laughs> and uh, a sponsor came through uh, that's working on one of the stations that for Bauer Media and uh, they came through with some gifts and I was about that life when I heard about what it was. All right. What are we talking about here? The Russell Russell. What's in the bag? What's in the bag? It's like a game show now. <laughs> What's in the bag? <laughs> What's in the bag? <laughs> <laughs> Just. Hey! Oh, hey! Oh, look at this. Tell the people what that is, huh? So for those who can't obviously see what I'm holding, we'll post it on our Instagram, <laughs> uh, the Dixon Bros. This is Molden smoked sea salt. Now, the salt, yeah, and it's the original since 1882, Molden. This company has a legacy in the salt game. Yeah. And, and I've got a big old tub of that. I know. Tub's big. That's 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 a, a, that's I, nice. Yeah, I knew, I knew Michael Paul was coming. I didn't want to like, 
you know, I'm sure you got bare of this stuff. But <laughs> I thought, let me not just give him like a box of mould and salt because, you know, I it's a shit that. in it, like he got bare of <laughs> But I thought, you never know. All right, let me go back in the bag. What's in the bag? What's in the bag? What's in the bag? <laughs> you never know when you might just need, like, the small minute tins. Oh, of, look at that. Let's like, have a look at this. There you go. There's a couple minute tins of mould and salt. You can just keep that in I your pocket. I need to shake yeah? mine. You can hear the difference. <laughs> And then <laughs> Justin's is like bench. <laughs> like a full quarry of salt. But then, then just I got you. I got you something else. What's like, in the bag? Because of the smoked sea salt. But sometimes you might want to go to the to the big tub. Yeah. Okay. So you got the crusher. Oh, what? <laughs> oh, look at that. So there you go. Well, we this need to do. Sick. We need to do a shout out to Molden Sea Salt. Yeah, so, Molden Sea Salt. Um, we're going to be emailing you real soon. Yeah. Uh, so let me read the back of this yeah, tub yeah, again. Let, let people know about look. it. So th- these guys are master salt makers of the finest sea salt flakes. <clears throat> sea salt makers born and bred. They've been hand harvesting their world famous salt sea flakes from the coastal town of Malden since 1882. They're flakes, people. Malden, they sponsored the podcast, Jerry. Yeah. <laughs> Give it all this time. Yeah. Give it all this time. <laughs> right. If you want to hear more, tell you, yeah, I'm going to tell you why salt. I like this stuff. Yeah, why? Why? The flake is nice. Um, you know, if you're making your recipes, it, you know, it, once you put it in, it, it takes time, you know, for it to, to, to sort of almost marinate into your food. Um, and the taste is just, it's just a great balance. It's, it's just really good. And what I like about it, because it's a natural product, um, you know, our body recognises it. You know, it's not like table salt. You know, table yeah. salt is chemical that it's almost like sodium something and sodium something else and chloride and all that other business mixed together and you have this um, table salt. People, you know, rock salt is rock salt. It's a mineral. Your body recognises it. You eat it. It digests it and it's good for you. Bang. <laughs> so, you know, Molden's doing good stuff and I like to, you know, for cooking with it, use it if you can. Yes, it's a bit more expensive, but, you know, if you're buying table salt, how much is it? Fresh. There two pounds, is. two Fresh. pounds. Come on, make your life better. <laughs> you go, go, go. Look, I think that, that feels like a great place to end this episode of the Gas Mark 10 podcast. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Let us know what you think. Indeed. Hit, uh, hit us up on our social media on Instagram. We are the Dixon Bros. On Twitter, we are at Dixon Bros. On Facebook, we're at Dixon Bros. And then we've also got our uh, website, which is DixonBrothers.com. Chef Michael Paul, where they, where, where can they find you? Yeah, I'm also on Instagram, uh, Mike Paul Chef, if you want to follow me. Let's get your website, mate. And also with the... Um with the listeners look if you've got any, any comments or any suggestions of what we want to be or what you want to hear from us Facts. yeah 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 let us know. You know this is an interactive show we want to work with you you work with us all right absolutely all right well uh happy cooking guys <laughs> <laughs> see you all next time peace <laughs>